0: Garrett McLaughlin darted through the forest in pursuit of the wolf, not caring that he left all he knew far behind. He had always found peace in the forest, but now he wanted no part of men. He had been shamed, discredited, and denied. Worse, all those he loved were dead. He would make his future in the wilderness. His pursuit of the ravenous wolf suited his foul mood perfectly. The beast had eaten well at the expense of many others several of them dear to Garrett, and Garrett would see it pay for its crimes. It had led them on a long chase, but soon the hunt would end. He had discerned that this wolf was uncommonly elusive. It was larger than most, but moved with astonishing speed. Further, this wolf was silent in the forest and could disappear into shadows, as if it were not truly of this earth, or as if it had never been. It was cunning beyond its fellows. Even now, he caught only glimpses of it moving ahead, a fleeting shape against the patterned shadows of the leaves. Garrett would have lost it a hundred times, if not for his curse. It was his awareness of the thoughts of others that gave him an advantage. For once in his life, his legacy had value. Still, he had to resort to listening to the thoughts of other creatures in the forest to find this wolf. Either his ability was fading, or this wolf was wily. Garrett knew which of those choices he would favor. On this day, Garrett felt the wolf's acute thirst and guessed its intent. He was aware the moment it smelled water. He was not surprised when the wolf slipped over the ridge and descended into the hollow between the hills. He heard the bubbling of the water as he crept behind the creature and realized the wolf had found a spring. The wolf glanced back more than once, pausing beneath a shrub or in the shade of a tree its eyes gleaming as it sniffed the air. Garrett knew it sensed it was being stalked, and he dared not let it perceive him. It was hungry beyond belief. It would rip out his throat for coming too close. It would rip out the throat of any creature it could. The wolf had not paused to eat in a week. Now hunger made its belly growl, and hunger, Garrett hoped, would drive it to air. Garrett was not even certain where he was, only that he was close to his prey. It did not matter. Once the wolf was dead, he would disappear into the forest forever. In the view of many, he already had. Memories crowded his mind, making him wince at what he had endured these past months. Grief welled in his throat, threatening to choke him, and Garrett struggled against its assault. He would grieve when the wolf was dead, when justice had been done. Garrett was suddenly aware that the wolf had a keener sense of him. Anxiety would draw the wolf's attention, and his concerns had no place in this hunt. All was simple in the forest. There were hunters and prey. He knew which he would be. The wolf's weariness faded, perhaps because of its thirst. Garrett saw it leave the shadows. On quick feet it entered a glade dappled in sunlight, a serene place of rich green. There were rags of all colors hanging from the trees at the bottom of the valley, a sign that people came to this place to pray for healing. The wolf hesitated, as if momentarily disconcerted by the sense of so many humans. But it made its choice and headed for the water. Garrett waited and watched. He could see the light on the pool around the spring, turning it to a silver mirror. He could see the wolf clearly from this position, and he was downwind of it he reached out to sense the wolf's thoughts and felt its confidence. The wolf was silvery grey, its snout and paws darker than its back, its tail lush. Its pelts should adorn a lady's bed, Garrett's lady's bed, a token that was proof of his intent to protect the woman pledged to be his own. But Garrett had no woman, and he doubted there was a woman alive who'd accept his curse. His life was lonely and he feared it would remain so, particularly as his ailment had suddenly become so much worse. Perhaps it was simpler to choose to be alone. The wolf stepped into a patch of sunlight, glanced about itself, then bent to drink. Garrett raised his crossbow to fire, then froze when the wolf straightened. He felt its heartbeat accelerate. It raised its head and folded its ears back, sniffing and scanning, then snarled, That was when Garrett saw the woman.